y'all. This is Sam. And this is Steven. And this is Chromology. This is episode 20. Um, and like always, just thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for letting us have 20 episodes of something. That's super cool. Um, I have to give a shout out real quick to our friend Craig Ty. He texted both me and Steven this morning and went off on me is really what happened. Um, but I guess I have a habit of ta- of saying or making comments of like, we're the only two crazy people to come on this podcast. And here we have Lorsa who comes on all the time, my sister who comes on all the time. And then we have people who reach out to all four of us and they're like, I want to come on your podcast. So <laughs> I take everything back I've ever said. <laughs> and so, um, but it's fun that we're getting like bickering. Like I told Steven, like doing a podcast has made me think a lot more before I speak. So who would have thought that doing this whole part podcast would start fights among friends, but also like have you teach or have you learn life lessons along with it? And also with Craig listening, um, he's very behind. So this is probably going to be about another week before he actually. Right. It's going to be like months one. before he even sees this. But hey, Craig, sorry about my comments. <laughs> um, but with that out of the way and with me forgiving or asking for forgiveness from friends, let's jump right into this episode. So this week we're talking about Angela Simpson. This episode came to mind off TikTok. Um, I will mention later on that she confesses to murdering a man and she's in an interview right after her trial. And what these TikToks are coming from is like the audio from her interview um, she's just so blunt and so honest about what she did and how she feels about it and how she feels it's it was the right thing to do. And so the crazy thing about TikTok is that you have these teenage girls who are like lip syncing to what she's saying. Um, so I saw it on my page and I was like, what is this? And I came along this case in Angela Simpson. So of course, I had to write it down so I could talk about it later. So it's got a lot of gory details with this case. I'm not going to go into details, but I'm going to hint at the wounds that this suspect has. Um, so that's my fair warning before we get started with this episode. I'm not going to highlight every single one, but we will talk about it a little bit. So she was, Angela Simpson is sentenced to life in prison for the brutal murder of 46-year-old Terry Neely. August 5th, 2009, a church in Phoenix, Arizona calls the fire department because there was a fire started in one of their trash bins. When the fire was put out, they noticed that at the bottom of the bin, what was set on fire was human remains. So the top half of the body was left in the trash bin and all they could really tell at this point was that it was a male based on the structure or like the build of the body. The body was burned beyond recognition. So at this point, they looked to see if they can use dental records to identify this man, 
but all of this man's teeth were plucked from his head. Uh, what? <laughs> so, like, this is all that's already the first detail of how I mean, first off, his body set on fire. Um, but that's these details are already like this is a gory case. So, like, that all to start this off. So, during the autopsy of the body, they noticed that a lot of his fingertips were burnt. But they have enough that they can, like, use a little from each finger. And they're able to make one fingerprint that identifies this man as Terry. So, that's another crazy detail about this case um, that I thought was wild. That you have to use ten fingers to create one fingerprint. So the autopsy also showed he suffered multiple blunt force head wounds and about 50 stab wounds, but these weren't what caused Terry's death. His death was ruled a strangulation, and when they looked further into the other wounds Terry had, they could see that the stab wounds were actually starting to heal themselves. So this means that Terry had these stab wounds before he was killed. And this has people think that Terry was being, um, oh, the word just left me, not abused, tortured. So hmm. you have these stab wounds, 50, over 50 stab Golly. wounds. And you can see that some of them are starting to heal. So that leads um, them to believe that he was being tortured. So now they're looking into Terry to see if there is anybody who had anything against Terry. So let's go into Terry a little bit. Terry was a disabled man. He used a motorized wheelchair and lived in an assisted care facility. From what I can find, I don't know if he couldn't use his legs at all or if it was just harder for him to use his legs, but he did have some mental disabilities. Um, I say that because in the interview that Angela made, she makes a comment about how she walked down the street with Terry and about how the media made it sound like Terry was worse off than he was. Um, so I just want to, I did try to dig a little bit. So I just want to make that comment. Like, I'm not just trying to look into his disability. So when police interviewed a man, uh, or interviewed people from the care facility, no one could really give him any any information about anything. They couldn't think of anybody who would have wanted to hurt Terry, um, but they said they haven't seen him for like three days, that he left the facility on August 3rd, kind of later in the evening, and they said that was the last person or the last time they saw him, and he didn't really talk to a whole lot of people. So now police are basically at a dead end. They don't have any leads until two people were arrested for another unrelated armed robbery where Angela Simpson was one of the people involved. Of course she was. Because isn't this just the the lesson that always happens? Is right. If, you know, you're probably not going to get caught and then you get caught doing something, something else. Something completely different. <laughs> right. And then you just. Here you are. And then you're up a creek. Yep. So after she was arrested, the police kind of start asking around about her, and they found out that she was actually friends with Terry. So they interview Angela, where she admits to murdering Terry, and she admits everything. She tells police that she lured Terry into her apartment, where she tortured Terry for three days, and then ultimately killed him. 
When asked why she did it, she said that Terry had told her that he was a snitch for the police, which wasn't true. But she said he named off a whole list of people that he had helped helped police get into prison. And in Angela's head, if you're a snitch, you deserve to die. And since he had said something to her specifically, she felt like she was the one that needed to do this. That's some very interesting justification i mean the only thing i have to relate to this is not personal encounters but movies and so in the movies i mean you get labeled a snitch and that's like the worst thing but it's wild to see that this is actually real life um that you get labeled a snitch and this can happen to you well and then he i mean he even or you know they even said that it actually wasn't true that he was right it went back and forth like they were like maybe terry or maybe he was trying to be like hey be my friends like look at all what i did but he didn't really do it so that's kind of what people thought is that terry's trying to be friends with angela and saying hey you know isn't this crazy like i helped all of these people um but that it wasn't true and police have said that Terry was no way involved with them. So now when Angela admits to the murder, she's also she's giving all the details that you would only know if you were there, but police are still hesitant because they don't know if she's actually telling the truth. Obviously, they have a confession, but she like isn't staying still in her seat. She's all over the place. And so people think she might also have some kind of mental disability. They look into Angela's life and they find that she did have a hard childhood where she was hospitalized often with mental issues. But in her adult life, she spent a lot of time in prison. Like there wasn't even a long time frame where she wasn't in jail, actually. Um <laughs> So now police go to Angela's apartment to arrest her and they find a motorized vehicle outside her apartment. They look into this and they confirm that it is Terry's, which is like the missing puzzle piece to this. And it puts the case together. And this is kind of the last detail that police are like, no, yeah, this is our girl. And so they arrest Angela. Yeah. That's kind of a, uh, we were hesitant at first, yeah, but now but that this here, that's yeah, the, that's the final nail right there. Put that and uh, right, yeah. So now they go into Angela's apartment, and it's not really much of anything. She doesn't have any furniture. All of the carpet has been pulled from the ground, and it's just a lot of like scraps and random pieces of whatever laying around. So it's kind of like this wasn't the place she was staying. Like that wasn't the place she slept but more of like the place that she may have used to commit other crimes or to brainstorm other crimes. The only thing really in the house is a bottle of bleach that was in the kitchen. So she's sentenced to life in prison after her trial. And then this is when the interview was done with her that is now, I guess, famous on TikTok. Um, and she shows no remorse in this interview. So going back to the her apartment, like all the if you know if you stab somebody fifty times, right? I can imagine there's going to be a lot of blood on the carpet, right? So you know, in theory, that could just be her 
you know, she's ripped everything up and, you know, that's, that was her only really way of thinking of, oh, this is how I have to clean this up. So, and you know, most of the times you, bleach is associated, at least in the TV and movies, you know, well, with, right. with cleaning up blood and. I don't know if that actually works or not. I never had to do that. I don't think we'll ever have to be in a circumstance okay. where we'll have to find out. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if I mean, if she just had just a lot of, but yeah, I mean, it, it could have been a this was just her crime apartment, or right. this is just truly how she lived after, you know, the right however long ago she, you know, when she had killed Terry. So, right, yeah, you know, just something to right chew on a right. little bit there. So in her interview, she did say that no one should feel sorry for her because of how her childhood was. And she even said that she felt the punishment she got from court was not fair, but not in the way you're thinking. She said she felt like justice for her would have been the death penalty. She says that God says an eye for an eye. So she felt like she should have been killed for what she did. So when the Hmm. reporter asked if she really thought Terry was a snitch, she says, and this is, I mean, the whole interview in and of itself is wild, but this part in particular was wild. Her response is that she did feel and still does that Terry was a snitch and that Terry was telling the truth when he said that to her. And then she says, quote, oops, if he wasn't. Wow. Well, like what in yeah. the world? Like, oh, oops, oops. I, I, I mean, the whole interview is just, and so like that's how she is is in this interview. I'll tag it on our Facebook page, so like if you want to go watch it, like me, um, you have the ability to. But like that's how she is in this is just like, like so she's so laid back in her chair and she's just like, yeah, I killed him, like. He was a snitch. That's what you do. Oops, if he wasn't. Like, she's just, it, it's just mind boggling. Um, but yeah, that was the craziest quote for me from this interview. So at the end of the interview, the reporter asks if she would have gone back in time, would she have done it again? She says yes. Yeah, but of course she would. But she would have tortured him a week instead of just three days. Goodness gracious. So, like, all imagine on tiktok you've got some teenage girls who are basically quoting or lip syncing i don't even know if that's the right phrase but they're lip syncing this woman and i was like what is going on and so i did a deep dive into this case and here we are we are episode Um, 20 but i was so yeah that's a very I know this might this is probably a shorter episode, but this is one, you know, like all our short episodes, they're very straight to the point. They know right. what happened, but this one's just on a different level. And um, you, I don't want to say you have to go watch the interview, but like you have to. <laughs> I mean, it's so just the fact. I mean, I think on a completely different level, and I'm not saying that like. I mean, because obviously women can do these kind of murders. Um, But I think a lot of times these kind of brutal murders we see 
done by men. And so I think that was another level of like wild to this case is that it's not a man like this is a woman who committed this brutal murder of burning the body. She rips his teeth out. She stabbed like tortures him for three days. And so it's just like, whoa. And so... So to to step this up another level, I think I'm going to I'm I'm taking Sam's brain here for a second, um, and I'm going to ask you a question early this time. Do you think that she pulled his teeth out while he was still alive, or after he was dead? That's a good question. I mean, if you're torturing him, I think you're pulling teeth out when he's still alive. <sighs> because I mean, the only reason you would pull his teeth out after he's dead is so his body would not be identified. Right. So I can see that way too. But if you're torturing him, then you are 100% um, doing it when he's alive. And that's been inside the mind of a serial killer with Samantha's horse. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Listen, I, you, you've got to, <laughs> to start a podcast like this. Don't get me started because I'm going to sound crazy. Well, that's too... <laughs> We're 20 episodes in. We, we Everybody know knows now. now, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's episode 20. If you see me lip syncing to this on TikTok, just now you move know. on. Now you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, a very short episode, but a very straight to the point episode. And so that's the thing about these episodes is there's not a whole lot to debate about because... It's all there. I mean, when someone admits to it, yeah, there's no really debating it. Yeah, when someone admits to it, uh, has zero remorse about it, right? And also, the motorized wheelchair is found outside your apartment. It's a done deal. Wrap that, it up. There's three strikes right there. <laughs> three you're strikes. Out. You're out. Boom. <laughs> all right. Now we're just gonna take a second. We're gonna talk about our sponsor for this episode, and then we'll come back with our Florida main minute. All right, now we're going to do our Florida Man Minute. If you have no idea what this is, it is a segment where we Google the words Florida Man along with a random date, and then I sit back and I giggle at the article that Stephen finds. All right, so we're back to, you know, last week was a, it wasn't a crime one. It was just something that, funny, uh, just a funny Florida Man thing. Uh, this one, we're, we're, we're back to crimes this week. So, Sam, as always, I have a question. Great. If you were going to have a pet besides, you know, outside the, the norm, we'll just say cat, dog, not a cat, dog, but a cat or dog, we'll just say outside of those, or fish, just like a normal goldfish, whatever, okay. what type of animal? Like, are you thinking exotic or like farm? No, 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 no farm animals, cows, horses, none of that counts. I mean, I'm talking, I'm not talking like exotic, like Tiger King. Right, right. You know, I'm t just something that's. A if little I had the room, an elephant. Okay. But it's got to have some acres. I'm not just going to stick it in the backyard, you know what I mean? Right. That's my answer. So I've got, I've got a joke for you now. Okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to try to tell it. Got scared. <laughs> so, uh,. This comes to us uh, from September 20th, 2019 from Sarasota, Florida. The headline is this. Florida man gets probation for picking up, transporting 41 turtles. Whoa. Um, a Florida man 
pleaded guilty to picking up and transporting 41 turtles has been sentenced. Michael Clemens, 22, will be on probation for a year. He will have to complete 100 hours of community service, pay the court costs, and, and on top of this, make a $250 donation to the Wildlife Alert Fund after pleading guilty to one count of taking or possessing more than one turtle per day and one count of transporting transporting more than one turtle or turtle eggs. Okay, you following me here? Wow. So he was behind the wheel of a pickup truck that was stopped um, actually back in May of that year um, by the deputies of the uh, Charlotte County Sheriff's Office after he ran a stop sign around 3.30. Clemens told the deputy uh, he and his 25-year-old passenger were collecting frogs and snakes under an overpass. And like all the the smart people do, he gave the deputy permission to search the bags in the truck. Mm. First mistake. First, uh, you're he's about mistake three so, right now I'll because you had ask questions. because you had the first of all collecting all the turtles. Second, he ran the stop sign. Um. So so three. So when the deputy found oh, and this is the great part when the deputy found forty one three striped turtles in. The, you guessed it, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle backpack. Wow, fitting. Fitting. Uh, he, The deputy asked the passenger if if she had anything. She then proceeded to pull a one-foot gator from her yoga <gasps> pants. <gasps> well, Florida people are wild. Um, so she was, she pled guilty to the four charges and then was also sentenced to probation. So, like, they had just picked up these turtles. Right. Wow. We were just talking, and not about the subject entirely, but in passing. Um, in my hometown, they have a festival where they do a turtle race. But the turtle race is like you have the first point or job you have in this turtle race is you have to go find a turtle. And everyone always talks about how hard it is to find a turtle when you're actually looking for a turtle. But apparently not in Florida. Well, and so, and and really the, the main reason why they were charged with this is because they had one, or they had more than one, is what I'm understanding. So I think you can, now don't quote me on this and say, Stephen from Crimeology said I could do this. Don't do that in Florida. I need to Google the turtle rules for Florida. Th- this might come, this might be part two on episode 21 on the I'm next interested. episode. We, we might We might do a little... A bonus. Because if you have a turtle and they give birth, right? I mean, they don't give yeah. birth; they lay eggs. But then, what do you do? You've got to go give an egg to every single person you know because you can't have more than one. I am interested. Deep dive is what we're going. This, You're wondering what we're going to do after we stop recording. This, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a deep dive of turtles in Florida. This will be episode whatever Sam has. Join me has, has <laughs> as we planned. do a deep dive. We. This might just be a bonus episode we put out, just just because you know, since last week we we oops, let's rephrase that. I oopsed, and and forgot to Won't turn my it mic against on. You. Yeah, you will. I I know you all too well. Um, that just might be a bonus episode where we just do a deep dive on on turtle holding. I guess in Florida, I don't know. Wow. Or if you're from Florida, let us know. Even better. You're right. There you go. Good. That's a good one. 
leaves leave some nuggets for the mind. That's right. Um, and that's episode 20. So I mentioned how we are so close to 2,000 plays. We are like at 1,900 plays. Um, so we're so close to 2,000 plays. Um, and so 20 episodes with 2,000 plays, that is amazing. So thank you guys. Thank I We say thank you so many times. But thank you honestly for coming back and listening and giving us ratings and just giving us numbers is really what it is and speaking of ratings uh we've had our first one that um yes wasn't a family member that that we know of <laughs> from you know you know we've had the um you know we've had we're up to what eight almost ten five star reviews but this is the first one that we uh that we don't know who it is um so thank you momster 313 that's a great name by the way um thank you for your five star review thank you for the kind words um yes that's that's all i have for for that um but yes just thank you thank you thank you the numbers are pouring in and it's giving us validation which is pretty cool um so yeah like craig said if you want to come and be a part of our podcast come on there are crazy people out there in the world and it's not just us. So if you want to come and join the crazy, let us know. You can swipe up on any of our Instagram stories, leave us a comment on any of our posts, email us, um, do whatever you got to do to get in contact with us. And we will have you either here physically or by zoom. We will make it happen. Um, so yeah, that's episode 20, 20 down. Many lifetime more to, more to go many more to go um but like always this is sam this is steven and this is crimology 